What's up? We are here for the Madcast Podcast. Uh, how's it going, guys? Uh, I'm here with our special guest, Kristen Munoz. Not Kristen Munoz. No. Kristen Munoz. That's right. And uh, Kristen is awesome. She's only been on our program for, what, eight weeks? Yeah, about. Eight weeks. Yeah, she might get a little uh, New York accent going. New York <laughs> in the <laughs> house. <It's> coffee. <laughs> coffee. That's a joke. That's a joke. I don't actually say it like that. Every now and then, though, she'll start talking and you'll hear like she'll, she'll go to New York, especially if she's angry about a lift or something, a, a lift she missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to find out um, a couple things. We're going to find out where you came from. You know, how you ended up in ATX and how you ended up in the MAD program and, uh, you know, where you're going. If you guys don't know, she's also about to be a doctor officially, doctor of physical therapy. So she's uh, very intelligent. And um, all right. So where are you from? And the best hair in the game. You guys can't see, you know. I used to have the best hair in the game. And now Kristen has taken that. I've been dethroned. Uh so, where are you from? Poughkeepsie, New York. Poughkeepsie, New York. Mm, yeah. Born and raised? Yeah. Yeah? Um, how'd you end up here in Austin, Texas? So, I have um, different clinicals for school, and you can go wherever you want, pretty much. So, I had been to Austin before on a road trip, and it was cool. I like the vibes, so it's always been on my radar. And when I found out I could do my clinicals wherever I wanted, I figured I might as well like go back to Austin because I had the opportunity and it was not like a like a no strings attached type of thing like I come here and if I don't like it I could go home and if I like it I could stay so here I am I'm here so <laughs> how did you pick uh Tillman physical therapy where did that come from so that was on the list of affiliated uh clinicals with the school and the school likes to not have to do extra work with mm -hmm. like making new contracts so that was convenient for me and then also i saw that they combined like they were associated with crossfit which i also love and that's what i wanted to do like i was inspired to do pt by kelly starrett back mm -hmm. in the day and yeah. all that so pt and crossfit so i saw that that they were kind of together and uh, i thought it would be a good good idea Nice. Yeah. So what you might not know is that uh, when I got my first level one, because I've been through it a couple times, the first time I went through, uh, it was Coach Glassman. And Kelly Starr was a breakout coach. And at that time, oh. nobody knew who he was. He was just a CrossFit coach. And then it came out that he was also a PT. Yeah. And so he was one of the, you know, we would break out into these different groups. And he was one of the breakout coaches. And it was pretty awesome. We had, we had nice. a lot of great coaches at that one. So, yeah, definitely. Cool. Kelly Starr, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what about CrossFit? How would you get involved in CrossFit? This is going to be a good story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long story. So, wait, wait. First, what did you do before CrossFit for okay. working out and fitness, that sort of stuff? So, I played field hockey in high school, and I wasn't really, like, super. That's why you're so tough. I guess so. <laughs> uh, I wasn't super into the gym then. I went to Planet Fitness, like, a few times with my friend because it was something to do. Uh, so then after high school, I started doing um, body weight exercise stuff at home, like by myself in my room. It was like 20 minutes long. And a friend of mine knew that I was doing the, uh, that type of working out, and he said that there's this place called CrossFit down the street. Uh, they kind of do something similar, but they have barbells and heavy weights more so than just the body weight stuff I was doing. So he said that he thought I would be interested. So I tried it, and I did pretty well in the workout, and I signed up, 
that day, like, yes, I want to do this. Let's go for it. So I started there, and that was in 2013. And I was with that gym for a, a year-ish. And then I switched because I wanted to coach, and they didn't have a, an opening for me there. So I switched to another gym, and I was there for a while. And then I started getting into competitive programming because I saw, like, um, Andrea Ager like those girls back in that yeah. like 2015 uh, like 2014 uh time so i was like oh i want to do that that looks cool so i started doing the competitive stuff and then i got into pt school in long island so i went there um and i was at freedom athletic academy for a while christian harris owns that gym mm-hmm. um buddy. so he was my coach for a little and that was cool and it was at that gym that we uh, made it on a regionals team. So nice. that was super cool because that was like my top goal in all of CrossFit at the time <clears throat> was to get to regionals on a team because yeah. it wasn't like the individual aspect was kind of intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's like all eyes are on you and it's either you do well or you do poorly. With a team, it's kind of like you're rooting for other people to do well. So it's better vibes, yeah. I think. Well, and you came from team sport. True. Yeah. So um, were you always sport. competitive even before CrossFit? Yeah, I always feel like I have to be the best at everything I do. I knew knew that already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like a double-edged sword because then if you don't, if you're not the best, then you like, you know, beat yourself up in your head. I used to do that a lot. Uh, And then I got a little uh, less intense with that because you just got to learn and keep moving forward. Yeah. 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 So um, tell me about, because you told me a story about you were a judge and that was before you went to regionals on a team, right? So tell me about that. How did how did that come about? So I started volunteering at regionals, the East Regional, rest in peace, at, um, what year was that, 2015? Something like that. Or at 16. Anyway, I volunteered because I just wanted to be a part of it, and it was pretty cool. Uh, so that was the first year I went. The second year I went, I volunteered on the Rogue uh crew team or the road crew I guess they like roll the barbells and stuff they're in charge of the equipment so that was fun and then the year after that I was just a spectator because I had a trip planned so I couldn't um, volunteer and then the year after that was when we made it so you went four years in a row basically yeah Yeah, so 18 17 so 15 was when I started then 16 I was on the road crew 17 I went on a trip so I just watched and then I left. And I'm really and then hoping they bring regionals back. I know. And then 18, oh, we made it on a team, back. and it was so cool because um, – That was the last year of regionals. <coughs> it was. It was yeah. the last – like, we got in whoosh, the last time. At the, and it was perfect uh, circumstances, too, at that gym because the other guys on our team, they uh, didn't really compete much after that. So it was, like, literally the one chance, and yeah. it all came to fruition, which was really Did you cool. think that uh, your CrossFit career was done after that? No. I was asked if I wanted to do indie regionals, but I was like, I don't think I want to. Just because, I don't know. I just So what about now? Would you do indie now? Uh, Maybe. I think maybe, yeah. Because I feel feel more confident in my abilities. Like, I've gotten a lot better since I've been here. So, yeah. So what was the biggest thing that you learned when you you started doing competitive programming up there? biggest thing I learned yeah would it what well, was there something that surprised you <coughs> that you were like whoa it's just a time commitment yeah like double sessions every day yeah. it got to be a lot and you were in school yeah 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 
So that didn't last a while. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think I want to do it that badly. Like, yeah. I don't want to be an indie regional competitor because that's what you have to do. Um, and, you know, I like to, you know, go out sometimes on the weekend or just like <laughs> have a not. Life. Yeah, yeah, have a life. So I feel like team is better for me because it's not to say that team is like easier by any means, but you have more people helping you out at least. Yeah. So. So when it comes to like your your um, physical therapy, your doctor of physical therapy, do you feel like, I mean, as you progress and as you start to treat patients and that that sort of stuff, do you feel like you're going to incorporate uh, a good amount of CrossFit into that? Yeah, and I have, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely at this last at Tillman, because yeah. I just had a chance to work with more athletes mm-hmm. in general. Um, And also they had the equipment there to do it. Like they had barbells and bumper plates. At a lot of other clinics, they don't have anything. They hardly even have like a 35-pound kettlebell, if you're lucky, would be the heaviest amount of weight that they have. So, um, uh, yeah, I've done, like I've taught people how to deadlift, how to squat using the CrossFit principles that like I learned in the level one and level two. So that was really cool. So wait, you know how to teach deadlift? Yeah. (laughs) At Mike (laughs) Tillman. Don't at me. Well, I just did. <laughs> um, okay, so w- when you were in school and you were um, competing in uh, field hockey, what was your workout schedule like? Was it, you said you didn't really like going to the gym, but what was your schedule like? For that? Um, so go to school all day, go to practice. I forget how long. That was like it was 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. Ten My years God. Ago. So long ago. <laughs> it's long for me. <laughs> uh, probably like two hours maybe after school, and then I'd go home and I'd Ten eat. years ago, I was still going to taking people to CrossFit games <laughs> 10 years ago. Mm, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I'd go home and eat and then do my homework and go to sleep pretty much. That was my, if that was your Cool. So let me ask you this at that time (laughs) in high school, high school is a weird time, right? Yeah. Um, what is, what was your transition in nutrition like? Uh, going from, you know, high school. Because in high school, most people don't pay attention to nutrition. Hell no, I didn't know. Right? My like, dad whatever, made dinner and I ate some, and right, that was yeah. it. <laughs> but at some point in CrossFit, if you're going to compete in CrossFit, you have to start paying attention to nutrition. So what was that journey like, and when did that sort of happen? Well, that was a convoluted journey. Um, it started probably when I was doing the body weights workouts that I mentioned before because the trainer who, who did the videos for that on um, – her website, she would also do nutrition stuff like, here's some breakfast ideas or whatever. So I'd be like, oh yeah, whole wheat and vegetables, it's healthy, whatever. So I did that, and then I found out about paleo when I started CrossFit. So then I was like, oh, just kidding, carbs are the devil, can't <laughs> eat those. And then, oh, actually, this was before I did the paleo thing. I was a vegan for a little bit because I thought that that was supposed to be the pinnacle of health. And that was really not good at all, at least not for me. Uh, I didn't. So have how bar- did your body react to that? Yeah. Well, I lo- I was like 115 pounds because I wasn't eating. Uh, like now I'm for reference, I'm 140 now. I was 115, so I was like a little That's a tiny. Big yeah. And I didn't have my period for a whole year because my yeah. body was like, we ain't, we don't have energy for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like mean that happens, especially when you're you, when body females body weight drops a lot. Yeah. That's a common thing. And I was yeah. still training because mm-hmm. 
I just thought that that was the right thing to do because there, if you look up anything on the internet about nutrition, you'll find someone saying this is the only way to mm. eat ever, and then you'll find people like that's total bullshit. Like right. this is gonna kill you right. for the same exact thing. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> confusing, and I've looked at all of those things like yeah. vegan, vegetarian, gluten free, paleo, mm-hmm. keto. It's yeah. like really crazy. So I had, I had a buddy who was a trainer, and he always used to say this to his clients at the beginning. He would say, "Look, everything works. It just doesn't work for everybody." Okay. And so yeah, yeah. And so the thing is, like, we, the way I approach it is, I always look at what are your goals. And if your goals, like, if you tell me, "Hey, my goal is to make it to regionals. My goal is to make it to Wadapalooza or whatever," then whatever your food is has to match that goal. Right. Right. If you tell me, "Hey, I need to be a hundred and ten pound UFC fighter," then um, your nutrition is going to be different than trying to make it to regionals. Yeah. And so we have to find, and we also have to find what works with you genetically, which I feel like you're finding in the conversations that we've had before. Like you're, you're still finding, and it, and it will probably always be that way because the way you eat now is not going to be the way you eat in 10 years, right? Because you're, what, 27, yeah. right? So when you're 37, you're going to eat differently than when you're 27, right? And your goals might be different. You might At that time, you might be like, hey, I'm going to whatever – do a Spartan race or something, you know, like, so it could be different. That's cool. So do you feel like you have a, a pretty good handle on your nutrition now? Yeah, <clears throat> I do. I just, uh, you eat carbs now? <laughs> yeah, I eat carbs. I eat a lot of <laughs> carbs. I was just telling you, I ate like 300 grams of carbs yeah. a day. So what are your numbers? Tell me your numbers. I know you've told me before, but let's tell them your numbers. All right. Well, it's three, 320 carb, uh, 100 fat, and 150 protein, yeah. give or take. I put all my food in, and I see that I'm pretty much close to that, and then I just go off of that general like outline the rest mm-hmm. of the week. Like Maybe I'll sub in something here or there so I don't eat literally the same thing every day because I've also done that, and that's not enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. The same meal for like months straight. What if it was noodles every day? And that'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good to know. I like noodles. <laughs> <laughs> so now tell me this. How you competed at Waterpalooza on team this year, right? Yeah. And, and I was there with a bunch hey, Mark, of different hey, individual. Hey, Meg. Yeah, say hi to your out. team. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> what was your team name? Chicken Bucket. Chicken Bucket. That was my idea, everybody. Name. <laughs> That is awesome. So tell me about that. Say you can shout out to your people. I don't know if they heard you. Oh, Meg, uh, Mark, and Ari. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what was that experience like? That was your first time at Waterpalooza. Yeah, it tell was great. It. Why? It was so great. Well, one of our teammates, he had, we think it was like a l- mild concussion, <laughs> right before, and we were like, well, uh, he was uh, putting up a ro- no. He he was coaching a class at the gym, and I think one of the teens, like, pulled – of course, it was a teen. They pulled down the rower, and, like, it hit him in the head when he was turning, and the rower oh. came out at the same time. It was, like, a freak thing. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. So on the first event, we didn't really do too hot because he was not, like, in his element because he's usually, like, crazy fire breather. Yeah. He and I are very similar in that way. Like, we go till we die yeah. in Metcons, whereas um, – Ari and Meg, not that they don't do that, but they're better at lifting heavy-ass weight. So we were all complimentary in that way. <clears throat> so the first day wasn't the best for us, um, but the second day we kind of rallied and we placed like, 
uh, maybe like fourth place out of twenty oh, RX nice. teams in That's one of awesome. the in in a workout, not Whatever, the whole thing, still but still, awesome. yeah, we were super it. proud of that. Yeah. It was really good. It's and the deal. the next workout we did pretty well too. Um, and it was just cool. It was just nice to work together. And we had all qualified for this at separate gyms. All oh, four nice. of us were in separate locations. That's the best thing about Wadapalooza, yeah. Right, because I had known Meg from the beginning. Like, we yeah. started CrossFit pretty much at the same time. I met Mark at Freedom, and then Mark knew Ari from, I think they met randomly at a competition, too. So it was a random group of people, yeah. and we all qualified, and we did really fucking well. That's so awesome. cool, yeah. In front of like a big crowd. And so everything. I was gonna was ask legit. you, were you nervous about the crowd no. at all? <clears throat> Did you get starstruck because you see, like, you go and warm up, or you see, like, you know, you see all the CrossFit stars are there? Did you get starstruck? No, I don't. I don't really get that way in general, just because I feel like everyone's just a human, and it's nice. like, yeah, as a coach, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> It's like, okay, you're really good at CrossFit, but Mal you're a person, went, too. was like, oh, he's so cute. Alex is so cute. I'm like, oh, my God, stop. Let's warm up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would see someone walk by and be like, oh, yeah, that's them. Cool. Yeah, and then yeah. that was it. Like, that's awesome. It's cool that you're here and I'm here, but I got to, like, you know, I got to do, do my shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool because that's a huge event. Can like, I curse on this? Oh, well, okay. yeah, go ahead. Cuss? Of course. If you already you already did it like three times. I know, but like, I just want to make sure before I go Russell's off on going to bleep it all out. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> no, so um, it's cool that the crowds didn't bother you either because it's a huge event. There are so many people just watching that. So if anything, it got me hyped up. It was just cool. That's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, that's what we want. So you want to go back? Yeah. Yeah. Good. So that was in February, January, whenever February. that was. Yeah, February. So then we had lockdown. Yeah, How PC. was lockdown? Uh, it was fine. I was actually here in Austin when it started because I was supposed to start my clinical in March. Mm -hmm. But then they were like, just kidding. There's a pandemic. Uh, we're going to do it in two months. So I went back to Poughkeepsie and I stayed with my fam in my home up there. And we bought some equipment, luckily, before everything was sold out. So I only had a bar with 105 pounds. I had a pull-up bar, and I had an old dip station from when I was doing those um, um, home workouts. Mm -hmm. in the bodyweight one? Yep. So I had a different coach at that time, and I just told him what I had to work with, and he programmed accordingly. So that was cool. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> how often – what was your workout schedule like at that time? Um, it was five days – one day on. Wait, I'm, I'm no, distracted now. Okay. Yeah. Five days and two rest days, basically. So was it like Monday through Friday? <laughs> was it like Monday through Friday and then you rested weekends or was it? I'm trying to remember. I feel like I blocked this out of my memory because. <laughs> Until you were just lifting with like 105 pounds and that was yeah. it? Yeah. And the bar didn't spin that well, and it was super short, so snatches hurt my shoulders. Oh. But, <clears throat> I mean, I did what I could, and I marked out, like, I was just looking at my map for whatever reason the other day, and uh, I had mapped out, like, 800 meters a mile marker oh, on nice. my Google Maps, because yeah. I would always run that. But then my friend Val, hey Val, shout out, um, I would train with her at her place, because she had a lot more equipment, so that was fun. Yeah. When I kind of, like, 
figured that I was safe to leave the house. Because yeah. at first it was like, oh my God, you can't leave. Don't you have to breathe. sanitize every yeah. vegetable that you bring home from the grocery store. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, I mean, no one knew. It was super, super scary, you know? So I was like, well, I'm not leaving. Then I, I was really like, okay, lockdown it's safe. in Texas is a little different than lockdown <laughs> in New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was scared. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, everybody was scared, but I just feel like the lockdown rules were a little different. Oh, yeah. Because you got here and everything was. Uh, Pretty open pretty still. The bars open. were open. Yeah. In New York, it's like you're going to get pulled <laughs> over if you're driving and you're not going to like yeah. the supermarket. Yeah. Uh. We, they talked about that here. Like there was, we were worried that someone's <laughs> going to pull me over if I'm not on my way to work or yeah. you know, whatever. But I don't know that that happened to anybody. I mean, I don't know that it happened either, but yeah. Yeah. they I, said. I, I mean, just getting back from Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs is more open than Austin is. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, you still have to wear your mask and stuff like that, but it's just... Okay, so cut to you come down in May, right? Yeah. For your clinicals here. And you reached out, and I, I remember getting a message from you, and you were like, hey, I want to come down, and I have a program that I'm following. Can I follow my program? Did I say that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. You said, can I follow my program All right, and come well, work I, out there? Dark Horse and Method was good to me. I mean, it was good. Gary that's, was no, good to me. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I respect that. I think yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I said... <clears throat> No, in a really nice way, and said, You didn't say, <laughs> yeah. you definitely didn't say no. I didn't say, No, we can't do it. I said, We well. have a great program, that's what I do, uh -huh. and we have a lot of great athletes that have hit you know amazing things, and it would be cool if you could jump in and do this. And you came back right away, you were like, Yes, I would love to do that. And you said, This, I remember this, you were like, I would love to work out with people again, like that's what you said, yeah, yeah, because I feel like at the time you had just been working out by yourself a lot, yeah. And even before quarantine, I was working out alone, like doing my own programming, yeah. which is good if you want to be competitive. Like you can't just do the class. Right, right. That's right. But I mean, it helps a lot when you have a whole bunch of other people doing it, especially when the workouts are so long. Yeah. Like there's a lot of programming yeah. to do here, yeah. but it's effective. So then you came in. Do you remember what the <coughs> first thing we did was the first day you came in? I don't remember. Well, I was at the clinic and you texted me and you were like, can you do your squats while you're still at the clinic? Yeah. And I was already eating lunch. So I'm like, damn, all right, let me just eat this real quick and I'll squat. When I think I did that because I knew you weren't going to come till like 7. Yeah. It was a Monday, right? So yeah. you, you said you couldn't get off till 6.15. Yeah. So you weren't going to get here till late. And I'm, I was trying to save you some time. Thanks. Well, then I just continued doing that the whole rest of the eight weeks. Yeah. I would do a lift on lunch and then come over after and just pick up where everyone was. Yeah. Was doing it. So then let me ask you this, because um, you've been on a lot of programs. Tell me what you think the difference is coming into this, if there's a difference. Um, because the I think there's a difference, and you did PR <coughs> in, in two weeks, which is pretty badass. Yeah, thanks. So. <laughs> um, I like the consistency of it. Like, there's a certain lift that is done on a certain day, and it's yeah. progressed weekly. Yeah. I like that. Because before, it was kind of like, okay, we're going to do this now. And then th it, there was just no rhyme or reason for my mind. And I feel like I'm very, like, scheduled like that. I enjoy knowing that Monday yep. is this day, whatever, and it's going to be progressed in a linear fashion to, like, PR. Well, and, and to get stronger you, every week. 
I feel like you got lucky because you happened to start at exactly the time we started this super strong program. Yeah. Um, and that's our long string cycle throughout the year. And it's a lot of volume. It's like a ton of work. And, you know, there's times Wednesday, I think you were here. T- we were here till 10, 10 something. Yeah. Four and hours. Yeah. Well, that's a long time. That's, you're like a professional athlete. Four hours. I can't even do it. Hours. Hours. There you go. There you go. All right. And so, yeah, that's a lot of work. I think I told you you need to bring a snack or something. I was like, you're going to need to eat a little differently. Yeah. I was eating straight up sweet potato (laughs) (laughs) during the workout. Yeah. Uh, With the lips, not the workout, but. With the lips. (coughs) So then tell me about that. You come in in two weeks, you PR. What did I PR? You PR your snatch. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think that was an EMOM too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. On a weekend. Um, I had, well, the Olympic lifts, man, they were my nemesis for a long time because I w- didn't have the best form, I guess, mm-hmm. put it that way. And I only had, like, intermittent coaching on that. And then when I was doing my own programming in, like, the corner of the gym, there's no one there to tell you, like, hey, you just did this on this lift. Try in the next one to do this. Instead, I would, like, film everything, do the whole workout, then send it to the, my coach, and then get feedback right. after the so fact. So it's delayed feedback. Right. right. Which and I do also with certain clients that I have that are remote, of course. Right. That's something you got to do. Yeah. Right. But for me, that was really helpful because you gave me a lot of cues, like keeping the bar closed because yeah. the bar that was, was way out in front. That was the biggest change I remember, yeah. Yeah. And that, like, helped made a huge difference. And just you and saying then it was that. Like, right. And then in the consecutive lifts, I could, like, put it to action immediately instead of being like, what was that thing I had to do last week? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. It. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. And so what was that snatch? What did you snatch? 155. 155. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> there. And so you PR'd a few things. Yeah. Yeah. You PR'd a couple things. And um, we're almost done. I think we're week finishing week 11. Maybe. Week uh, 10. Uh, I might extend it a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, but tell me this of the things that we do, you like the structure of it. um, But is there any new movements or new ways that we do movements or ways that you weren't maybe you knew about but hadn't done a lot of that you really enjoy? Tempo for sure. Tempo. Yeah. Tempo and pause. Yeah. Things Uh, like pausing mid lift. Not to say that I wasn't doing those things before, but they definitely were not as um, as long. First of all, (laughs) the tempo, like seven seconds, that's a while or um, the consistency with them. And. uh, Yeah. 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 Because that's that's kind of a lot of people do (laughs) tempo, but the, the way that we program it here, nobody does it like that. So, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't say I've it's done that different. before. Yeah, you feel every inch of the lift, which is so important, yeah. especially for squats, because people like, I mean, I used to do this bottom out at the at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then get all like, bleh, and then try and recover on the way up. Yeah, mm, it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> so it's good to be, you know, own each part of the movement. Yeah. Basically. So I'm gonna ask you something about what just happened before you came over to do the podcast yes because we were doing a clean imam right (laughs) and um the last two lifts right uh, you missed because you hit you caught them though which was great but we just couldn't drive out of the squat right Mm -hmm. um and and i want to ask you what happened with that what in your opinion like what do you think happened well 
Uh, I just feel like I got pinned down there, and maybe I could have st stood it up. Maybe, but my lower back was pretty torched from the deadlift, all the pulling that yeah. we did on Wednesday. There so I go. just that's didn't. A really, that's I just awesome. didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So I got under it okay, but standing it up, it really would not have been a good idea, I think. Right. It's okay. So no, Let that was go. good. So you caught it well. You pulled it well. I feel like you were a tiny bit forward. Yes. And because of the too. fatigue, because yeah, of the I fatigue from Wednesday, because Wednesday was till 10, like we was a smasher, right? Yeah. And I, I, we talked about this. I know you're not fully recovered from that yeah and so how much weight was that that you that you missed uh 180 185 yeah 180 what's your max clean that your pr max full clean is 200 yeah yeah so it's a, it's a good percentage yeah and that was in any mom that was good stuff yeah yeah so what do you what do you <coughs> think you need to work on the most right now as an athlete Muscle ups, yay! Muscle ups. <laughs> and yeah. also not getting frustrated uh, because that just throws off your whole, your whole like, um, I don't know, your whole vibe. I guess yeah. it just is a negative, and then it's hard to think clearly or learn from your immediate mistakes, which is super important. Like, what is? I actually just listened to. Uh, I guess it wasn't a podcast. It was like a webinar from Level Up Initiative earlier <laughs> about failure, and that really resonated. And that's why I'm saying this pretty much what the um, the speaker mentioned. What is the failure trying to tell you? Like, just think of it immediately. What What am I learning from this? Right. Something bad just happened. Okay, what yeah. What do I learn from oh, it? I love okay, that. and then you, you apply it. You're just like, oh, that didn't work. All right, figure out what you can take from it and move on and apply it. Yeah. Don't get so caught up in like, I fail, blah, blah, blah. Like, you yeah. know. There's no such thing as failure. It's only lessons. learning. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So, um, your, well, your most recent failure <laughs> we just talked about. <laughs> it was the last two lifts. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, so I'll say this about your muscle ups is that I've already seen you improve <coughs> in muscle ups. Now, when you first came in the first night we did them, I think. You were you. Well, that was my first day here. Yeah, that was your first day. He was like, <laughs> That's "Hey, what we did. how you doing? I know you hadn't done muscle ups in two months, but go. We're gonna do a bunch. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And I think you were doing twos. I think, if I remember correctly, uh, I think you did a first set of three, maybe, and then after that, it was like twos. Probably two. Um, and now I feel like you you're pretty consistent with twos anytime, um, and a lot of times it's threes. Yeah. Yeah. And your bar muscles real good lately. Bar muscles felt great. The other day. Yeah. The other day. Yeah. The rings, pff, I mean, I need to, like I said before, not get so flustered. Just do a rep so or do three and then, okay, what happened? Okay. So let me ask you this. When you see <coughs> ring muscle-ups in the program, what do you feel like? <laughs> uh, my gut reaction is like, ugh. Yeah. So do, I, you, do you tense up right away? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's never, woo. Ups. Yeah. <laughs> Never that. So I think <laughs> that over time that'll get better and you'll get more confident in that. But I think it's a big deal that when you see it, it doesn't have that. Yeah. Oh, where you get a pit in your stomach kind of a thing. You want to be a little nervous, but you don't want it to be like, oh crap, we got the muscle ups right. Yeah. Because you know they're going to be in every event that you go to because you're going to go back to Waterpalooza, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this. Um, tell me about. The crew that you work out with here. They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> you made some friends, yeah? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know anybody when I came here, so these are like my uh, automatic friends, which often happens at CrossFit. Yeah. Which is why I go, like, I'm somewhere new. CrossFit, where yeah. am I going? Yeah. Where are my friends going to be? Um, but I feel like I got pretty close to Lindsay pretty quickly. Like, we just laugh at the same things. We have the same mindset about CrossFit. Like, it's not our entire lives. But at the same time, You're we want to do well. Yeah, yeah and we don't, we're not happy if we don't do well. It's right. not like, no big deal. It's like, it's frustrating still, but it's not uh, our entire identity, which is nice. Yeah. Well, and I think you and Lindsay have a lot of similarities <laughs> in the fact that y'all are similar in age. Yes. And you do look at things a certain way. And a lot of your lifts are pretty close and those oh, sorts of too, things. Yeah. yeah, so you guys can kind of compete with each other a little bit. And, it, and so I feel like that helped in the bonding right away was that y'all were close at some things. And so that's pretty cool, I think. Me too. Uh, as a coach, I thought. But everybody else, I feel like you fit in right away. Yeah. And um, you know you belong here, which kind of leads me to the next thing. The, the questions that you don't want me to ask. <laughs> <laughs> The questions you don't want, uh, maybe because you're not sure about the answer, but what does your future hold um, in CrossFit, with mad athletes in general? Uh, I do hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be the one, you know. Oh, boy. So first, let's ask this. Uh, tell me about school, because right now you're kind of in limbo. Yes. Yeah, which is why I'm like, mm, I don't really know what to do. So I... Official graduation date is today. Ooh I, uh, yeah. <laughs> my degree posted today. I'm a doctor, mom. You're a doctor. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Thanks. doc. Thanks. I just got to get certified. So that's the next thing. And that's at the end of October. Um, and I have a little graduation ceremony on Zoom uh, next Friday because oh. hashtag pandemic. Yeah. We can't get together, which is a little bit of a letdown, you know, like three years, yeah. doctor, physical therapy, dollars. <laughs> lots of student loans. Oh, you just get a Zoom ceremony. Yeah. Dang. Well, you, it is what it is. But well, you're a doctor. That's pretty true. awesome. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I have to take my boards at the end of October. Until then, I'm just going to train and study mm -hmm. because studying is like a full-time job pretty much as my clinical instructors have told me like just you know spend a bunch of time studying and if you can try not to work or only work part-time or something um a just to stay sane if that's what you need and b um you know to free up yeah the time that you have to study uh, are you nervous about that no yeah I i'm good at taking tests in general and once, like, I'm going to put a lot of effort into studying because I will pass. I'm not going to take it twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. It'll be good. Uh, I just have to start studying. But I'm giving myself two whole months. So, so next week. My next big, this is the big question. Okay, what's the big question? You know I'm going to ask. <laughs> Where are you going to be? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably here. Probably here. That's a good question. You belong here, or a good answer. You belong here. Why is that? I mean, you fit. You you work. You're hitting PRs like every week, um, and you have a great crew, super supportive crew, and you're around physical therapists that do CrossFit. So it's not like you're going to a PT clinic. Um, not to knock the PTs that don't do CrossFit, but it, but this is your for thing, me personally, right? Yeah. For you, like you're a CrossFitter, yeah. right? And I mean, there's obviously some PTs that 
don't like CrossFit or yeah. think it might be dangerous or whatever. I always feel like <laughs> though, like most of the people who not CrossFit are are not a hundred percent educated on yep. what CrossFit is or how to use it. Um, and so, uh, but you have a good support network because I mean, you work out with another doctor yeah. of physical therapy and most of the, the people that you did clinicals with do some version of CrossFit, you know, some of them are like one day a week, two days a week, you know, Better than nothing. but right. But, but <laughs> it's not like CrossFit is terrible, right. you know, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So I feel like you have a good support network here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a big scary question. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I want to do travel PT, though, at some point, because you make a lot more money that way, mm -hmm. first, of, uh, first of all, because, you know, that student loan thing that we yeah. talked about before. Um, and it would be cool because, uh, similar to my clinicals, there's not really any strings attached. You go for 12 weeks, uh, give or take, to a location, mm -hmm. you fulfill your contract, and then that's it. And you can go somewhere else if you want. And that is relieving to me because... I don't like feeling like I'm stuck anywhere. Mm -hmm. I feel like I always want to, not that I have one foot out the door or anything, but just have the freedom that I'm not, you know, relegated somewhere yeah. forever. Yeah. Because well, you're young. You just you just things. finished school. You're I young. Know. It's time you should see the world. I agree with that. Right, <clears throat> but I had to figure out how to balance that in training. You have because to figure out how to be a mad athlete on the go. Right. <laughs> but we'll get there. I gotta pass my boards first. <laughs> Good. Then don't worry you're about here that. You're now. We're past the boards. <laughs> Pass okay. the boards, then that. So let's transition that into CrossFit goals. So um, what are we going to do? What do you want to accomplish in the next year, two years via CrossFit? Be because I've seen you improve just in the time you're here. Right. And um, I think you can definitely do some great things in CrossFit. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Uh well, I want to do more sanctionals. When I mean, it's weird because everything is yeah. like canceled. Yeah. So it's like, what is there to do? But I want to do some more sanctionals. I think that would be cool. Maybe like travel to a sanctional mm -hmm. because I was actually living in Miami at the time of Waterpalooza, so it didn't seem like it was as big of a thing, I guess, because it wasn't like I was taking a plane there. Not, yeah. I don't know, because um, I was in my hometown, I guess, so to speak. Uh, but traveling. That would be cool to do a sanctional. Do you want to do Waterpalooza again? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. I feel like most of the sanctionals <coughs> will be back up in the spring. Waterpalooza has plans to, to I guess, they, they want to qualify in January, and then the event will be in May. Um, and I feel like a lot of those are – it's going to – next summer will be packed, I think, with sanctionals. That could change, but nice. um, that's kind of what I think. Plus, I think, like, the Open, it looks like they're the, it's not official, but it will probably be in March. Okay. Yeah. So for the open, I think I mean they changed the, the like ranking system. But the last open, I think I was like four hundred something in the world. So like moving that up a little bit because yeah. I've like gone up pretty much ever since I started doing the open. I've like you know inched my way up and up. So top two hundred this year. Yeah. Yeah, Let's for sure. You could do it. I think you could do it now. Yeah, I really think you could do it now. Like if they had to open today. You'd be there. We still need to work on muscle-ups, ring muscle-ups. You know what else has improved? Also, your handstand push-ups. Because the first day when you came in and did handstand push-ups, was that the first day? Probably first it week. It was the first week, I think. But yeah, you had some struggles with that, but it was good. Uh -huh. it, uh, it's much improved. All right, Russell's going to talk. Well, I, 
I just have a question because I heard you handstand push-ups is a struggle. Is it a struggle because of all the hair, or is it just a struggle because <laughs> I just That's I just need it's a, you know it's a legitimate question. <laughs> well, sometimes I put my hair up on top of my head, so it's like helping me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a half inch advantage. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. So when you're wadding at Wadapalooza, did you like let your hair out? Meg does this thing. Meg will have her hair tied up, and somehow, randomly, it comes out in the middle. <laughs> She's doing muscle ups, and her red hair like flips everywhere. Yeah. Hell no. You I hate do, that you, shit. No, I agree. When <laughs> I, I work out, man, shit. and my hair starts getting in my face, I'm no like, this way. sucks. You it know? came out. Uh, I was doing um, an open wad, the one with all the double unders in 2018. That year oh, that we yeah. went to regionals, but it was like 100 dubs, and then this, 100 yeah. dubs, and that. And my hair came out because it was. Was jumping up and down so much. Yeah, and that was annoying. I don't see how your hair would come out. I would think that hair, a hair tie. The hair tie was super loose. Your hair is so thick. It was loose. It was like the only time that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> so sanctionals, right? Yeah. Top two hundred in the open. What else we got? I do have a question I, w- I want to ask that I kind of ask everybody. So you said you went in, you did your first CrossFit workout. Do you remember what your first CrossFit workout was? It had double unders in it. That's all I remember. Could you double under? I, th- I think I did singles actually. Yeah. Because it took me, double unders took me a long time to get. I was practicing in my backyard for a while after yeah. I joined CrossFit. So I could double under before CrossFit. Uh huh. Because I I boxed, but they were terrible. Uh-huh. I would like it was like a twenty inch box jump double under, <laughs> and I could do maybe ten. Uh-huh. And you know by then I was you're dead. Yeah. Because you're jumping so high. But in boxing, they didn't do a lot of double unders. It was a lot of singles. So that's pretty good. You just remember it had doubles? Or it had, okay. So, I mean, my first CrossFit wad was a huge emotional trauma, right? <laughs> okay. it, I mean, it was Fran. And, uh, ah, the and first so, one. Well, uh, that's what I picked. I just looked on the website. Oh, well, and what I year was, was like, this? That <laughs> was a long time. I think you were probably in high school. I don't know. <laughs> um, Give me a year. Uh, 2007, 2007, yeah, it was 2007. You were a freshman in high school. There you go. Um, so that's a long, long freaking time. (laughs) So yeah, and I just watched videos and I did it on my own, and I didn't have a good size pull-up bar. It was like the you know the crappy ones that they have in Gold's Gym, but that's what we had. Like, and it was at the clinic. That's how the OG started. It's a cool story. Like, CrossFit.com, when you did it at a Globo Gym, and you're like, all right. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, when I first tried to learn how to do kipping pull-ups, I totally pulled a bicep. I didn't know what the hell I was doing (laughs) because kipping was cheating. Like, you you couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I didn't know how to kip, so I did strict pull-ups. And 95-pound thrusters I thought were light, but I had never done 45 of them. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, and of course, like every genius first time CrossFitter, I'm like, I'm doing 21 and broken. That's light. And I did 21 and broken. And then the pull ups sucked because it was 21 strict pull ups. And then I get to the 15s and I started to die. <laughs> and the workout took me almost 17 minutes to oh. finish because the, I really think the nines took probably 10 minutes because I was dying. <laughs> and so I was doing singles on the thrusters, you know, and, um, and then when I finished. So clusters, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was like clusters. It was a squat clean thruster is what it was. And, of course, I didn't know that was terribly inefficient. All I knew was, you you know, my heart was going to (laughs) explode, and I have never felt anything like that. So, um, and then I, uh, afterwards, I would lay it on the ground, and I would get up and take three steps and have to, like, lay back down again. Um, And I was by myself in the clinic, the clinic where you spent so much time. That's where I did it. And, Uh. uh, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, yeah, it was miserable. And it was definitely uh, uh, a um, significant emotional event in my life. And so uh, I, I think it's funny now that most of the CrossFitters, when they come in, they do like a Saturday workout or something, and it's not a significant emotional event. It's like, hey, we had fun. We did all these. I was sore, and I had a good time. But for me, it was like a near-death experience. Yeah. And so the old-school CrossFitters are very much like that. Yeah, yeah. If you talk to them. So heard a lot of their What's podcasts. the first significant workout that you recall? Like the one that, like, just kicked your ass. Um... Oh, man. I'm not sure. I don't know. We did a lot. <coughs> what about the hardest workout you ever did? Ever? Ever, yeah. That you would never want to see again. You haven't done the eights. You haven't done those yet. And no. we got to do those. Um, Anything with heavy squat cleans in the wad is something I never want to do again. Because <laughs> every time you catch it at the bottom, you're like, oh, my God. I don't know if I could stand up. And then you stand up, and you're like, damn, I have to do that again? So last Wednesday, we were supposed to do the Mad Complex, and I was g gone in Colorado, and so I changed it. And I, I changed it for two reasons. But the main reason was because I wanted to be there to watch it. But the other reason was I feel like the this cycle has been very um, <laughs> traumatic. Traumatic is a good <laughs> word. I feel. Do you feel like it's been traumatic? Traumatic, but paying great dividends. Right. Traumatic, but paying great <laughs> dividends. You definitely feel it. You're like, man, I'm smashed. I feel it, but I love it. Right. Because then I feel it, and I can lift heavier than I have, still feeling like that. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. How I much did you snatch balance today? A 165. Nice. And what's your max? 155? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I just remembered the worst workout I've ever done. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what I want to uh, Well, everyone, probably everyone listening has done it. It was the open workout with the squat clean uh, ladder with the toaster bar and the double unders. Oh, oh, what that workout was that? That me up so bad. I don't what know year why. was that? That it was, was uh, 2019. 2019? They redid it. Yeah, yeah. yes. That was nasty. And usually open workouts, like I go till death, I like yeah. on the floor drooling, Good. literally. That's what we want. Like super fucked up. But that one, I don't know, something about because the high rep squat cleans. Yeah. And then I torched my core with the uh, toast bar. bar. Before, oh, I just felt so bad <laughs> doing yeah. that. I never want to do it again. Yeah. It was awful. That's cool. That's so what's your favorite workout? I did like that. Oh, it's another open workout. The one with the handstand walks and the deadlifts. That was cool. Oh, that was a good one. It was like Diane. Yes, sort and of I like Diane. Diane in general yeah. as well. Um, but that one was was cool. Do you have a favorite cool. benchmark? Speaking of Diane, do you have a favorite benchmark workout? After this strength cycle, we're going to hit some benchmarks. Okay. There's a couple things you, you're going to hit. So the Mad Complex... Um, and that's that one is very mental. Okay. And and it's going to be some things that uh, that uh, I don't know if you should keep. <laughs> <laughs> well, because and I'm going to tell you this, because you, whenever we cycle in a workout, you kind of like to do singles. You're comfortable with singles. You're not always comfortable with touch and goes. Not as much. Not as much, right? So the complex is it's eight of everything. It's eight power cleans. And they all have to be touch and go. You can't put the bar down. It's a complex. Eight power cleans, um, eight thrusters, eight push press, eight front squat, eight power cleans without putting the bar down. And we scored the amount of weight that you can do. 
And so because it's so many reps, it's not a good idea to have to repeat it. Like yeah. you want to do it one time and yeah. that's it. And so it becomes like, well, what can I do? Like you have to think about it in your mind. What can I do? What can I hit? Um, and it, it's a, I've seen people literally sit there and get paralyzed with fear for like 20 minutes. And I have to tell them like, look, just do whatever, 100 pounds, 95, 135, whatever, depending on who they are. Um, I think Lauren did 115, and that's probably the heaviest that I've had a female do. I think maybe it was 125. I'm definitely not push pressing that for any. Yeah. Yeah. And so it becomes that's that. if you can get past the push press, most people who get past the push press are good. Yeah. I've had a couple people stop um, on the last <laughs> set of cleans, and I don't know why they did that. But because if I make it to the last eight cleans, like I'm not like, clean is the easy part. Give a crap. Like, yeah. yeah. Just but your heart rate's going through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so that's we're probably going to do that in the next couple weeks. I don't and then mind after Fran. That, is that something that's Fran's happening? Fran's great. Do you know what your Fran time is? Two forty. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, was pretty that good. unbroken? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's unbroken. Whatever. I'm trying to get you <laughs> sub two. Sub two. Yeah, I'm trying to get you like two ten, two o five. It was two forty when uh, I was trying to get to Waterpalooza on a team of three back in the day. This yeah, I think I feel like you could be faster. Probably, but it was unbroken and the transitions were pretty quick. Yeah, I, I think I think it should be like sub two twenty. Yeah, All for right. you, for you. Yeah, I think you should do that. I mean, you want to beat Elijah? I think he's two sixteen, two ten. Okay. Yeah. Challenge accepted. You can do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's you. Fran's probably your favorite benchmark. I guess. I mean, I haven't really done them. We're gonna a do, whole a bunch. Bunch. We're gonna do a bunch. Nancy Helen. I do not. Karen. No. Karen. No. <laughs> you know what Karen no, is? No, no. Karen is 150 wall ball for time. Nope. Oh, oh, I have nope. her. Yes. I, yeah. I love. I love wall balls. Yeah. You love wall balls. You are a psycho. <laughs> yeah, I'm a psycho and I love. So you ball. know, I've had two people that could do that unbroken. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they oh. did 150 wall ball, and it was like. I know a girl who did it that It was like unbroken. five minutes, 458, 510. Yeah. No, it was it was RX fourteen pounds. She was still the beast. Yeah. She went to regionals on Indy. If you remember on team, they had this great final at the CrossFit Games, and it was each member of the team, six people, three guys, three girls, had to do a benchmark. And I think the first girl had to do Fran, and then the next one was like I can't remember. It was like Isabel, Grace, and you had to finish with, um, you had to finish with Karen. And Tommy Hackenbrook came in and did 150 unbroken to win. It w and it was Fuck in the stadium. Yeah. It was freaking amazing. That's the awesome. The place went nuts. And they won. That was It was the final. And they won. And they were the best, you know, affiliate cup, you know, best team in the, in the world. And, like, watching him go unbroken at the end was freaking crazy. That's and that awesome. was the first time. And nobody had even thought about it at that time, like, who would go unbroken. And he did. And you're talking about after three days of competition, like, that's just, yeah. Let's do 150 wall ball and broken. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> crazy. It's like, they give me anxiety. <laughs> like, oh crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have, I, I have a list of all my favorite CrossFit workouts. <laughs> and I have a list of the ones that I hate doing. Uh-huh. Uh, Fran is not on my list. I hate Fran. And it was the first one. I've never liked Fran. Um, and uh, uh, I... Uh, but I have a list of ones I like. So you like Fran. I guess. You don't like Karen. <laughs> She's all right. Uh, you don't like Karen. Karen, no. Have you done Filthy 50? Yes. How do you like that? Uh, do you know what your time is? It's fine. Well, I'm checking the You're the looking archive. at your stats? 
Yeah, I have all the. Oh, Cindy. I love Cindy. Cindy. How many? What's your Cindy? Uh, 22 and 2. Nice. That's actually really good. Over 20 is pretty good. That was in 2016. So if you don't know what Cindy is, Cindy is a 20 minute EMOM. And it's five pull ups, 10 push ups, 15 (coughs) air squats, and as many rounds as you can get in 20 minutes. There's another one that's similar called Chelsea, and Chelsea is doing that EMOM, and it's supposed to go 30 minutes. So when eventually we'll have Wade on, my buddy Wade, and Wade's favorite workout, I think, is Chelsea. He does Chelsea about every other month. No matter, even if he's following my program, he's like, Dave, I felt like doing Chelsea today. And he does 30 rounds of that, 31. He always does an extra round. I don't know why. For good yeah. luck. Yeah, yeah. For the, I think it's for the Airborne Ranger in the sky. That's oh. Him and Derek always do extra stuff. Oh, Jackie's cool too. What's your Jackie time? I don't know if this is updated. Is seven thirty nine a good score? It's pretty good, yeah. Okay, I'm not sure if that's. Is it it CrossFit Games good? No, but it's pretty good. Well, this was a while ago. I don't. So we need to do Jackie. I haven't done girls in a while. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. Okay, I have a question about. um, uh, We're gonna test in a couple weeks strength numbers. What do you want to get in your? Back squat, deadlift, strict press, and and this is the first time we've included bench press throughout the whole cycle. So, what would you like to hit? Back squat. Back squat. To. Because you just PR, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. That was too fitty. Because my. Too fitty. <laughs> my back squat has been for a You long said you hadn't PR'd in a couple years, yeah, right? Two years. Yeah. And it was only five pounds. Whatever. It's a PR. Uh, World right. records were set by five pounds. You know. uh, true. Yeah. But for two years, it's like, all right. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> 265? Yeah, that's good. Uh, what's the other ones? You said deadlift. Um, deadlift, yeah. You can deadlift up pretty good. Right now, it's what, 315? 310. 310. And what did you hit Wednesday? For rack pulls? Yeah. Or? 325. 325 for the rack pulls, and what'd you hit on the protocol? 305. 305, yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, uh, what about strict press? Oh, strict oh, press is that's another. Hard. Oh, that's my favorite <laughs> lift. I love strict press. I hate strict press. So strict press is hard because. Mine is 102.5. Well, you're over 100, <laughs> and then that's pretty good. Um, strict press is hard because if you get a one-pound PR, it's a big deal. It's not like Hell deadlift. Yeah. When people deadlift PR, sometimes it's 20 pounds or 10 pounds. Strict press, you can sit there because it's just the muscles you are not as you big. Don't. I love, I love yeah. strict press. I yeah. Like you and Brian. <laughs> Brian yeah. lo- Brian's so strong. So he loves that back. strict press. Yeah. What, what, what do, what's your strict press? Oh, gosh. I have it written down in my book. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Maybe 110. Actually, I think I've hit one. O- did I hit 105? Did you hit 105? I don't remember. I think I hit 100 for two. Okay. So I'll you I'll can hit 105. One so 110 is a good. That's good. Um, what? Uh, what about bench press? <coughs> Such a weird thing to ask for a CrossFitter. What's your bench press? 165. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Do you know what it is now? 155. I hit 160, but it was questionable, and ah. that was one time. Nice. So, so maybe 165, 170. Today you snatch balance 165, yeah? Yes. Think you can snatch that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. At 140 pounds, snatching 165, not bad. Um, and your clean and jerk is 200? Yeah. What's your clean, just by itself? Same. It's 200? Mm-hmm. Jerk is 205. That's pretty good. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if I could do 205, that'd be cool. Yeah. 210, maybe. What's your max unbroken chest of bar pull-ups? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Beats me. So after we finish strength cycle, then we're going to learn some of that stuff. Okay. If, if you're here and not traveling. But even if you're traveling, you're going to learn that as well. But it'll be good. It gives me less anxiety. <laughs> Did you see her tense up when I said that? <laughs> you're here. She was like, she does that. It becomes obvious. She goes, <gasps> here you go, bro. Yeah. So as we wind it down, I mean, you know, this, the future is bright for you. You're a doctor as of today. So there it is. Boom, boom. Um, you want to be a traveling PT. You, you know, that's at least ambition, which, you know, possibly a goal. Right. Um, and you just want to get stronger. And you want, I heard you want to be top 200 in the world yeah. in the CrossFit Games. So I think that's awesome. I yeah. think as we're winding it down, I do think that you're going to get there. Uh, I've only been at the gym for, you know, a cup of coffee. But as I've been here, I've seen what you're doing, uh, you and, your, and your, uh, your fellow athletes out there. So I think all these goals are completely attainable for you. Nothing is impossible when it comes to the, what you and your team out there, I, I call them your team, but yeah, you know, yeah. your buddies um, yeah. are doing. And I hope to uh, one day get back to that level. Uh, I'm getting back in the swing of things. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's time for a few five rapid fire oh, questions. Boy. So <laughs> I'm ready to fire at will. So this is just boom, right off the cusp. Um, usually we have some stuff written down, but I'm just going to go off the hip. All, all right. Because right. I do know you're a New Yorker. <laughs> So, yeah, New York. <laughs> all right, all right. What'd you like better, New York or Miami? New York. Why? Uh, Miami was very, like, uh, image-based. Mm. Like, uh, nah, people were kind of fake-ish. Mm. It just seemed like this is my car, this is my house. Like, yeah. I'm a, such a cool person because I have all this money. I feel and, like, like Miami is like Vegas. I feel like Miami is like Vegas with a beach. <clears throat> Even Wynwood, which is supposed to be like the hip part yeah, of town, was kind of like it's still a little pretentious, though. I feel you like. Kush? Did we talk about yeah. yeah. Kush Burger by myself on a Sunday. I'm in there by myself. I went to. <laughs> uh, CrossFit better in New York or better in Austin? CrossFit? Uh, well. Apparently, everything in New York is closed. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Sorry. Gyms that, are closed. We shouldn't laugh about that no. because she has some gyms that have closed like permanently. Oh, closed, yeah, that's not a happy thing. That's no. a sad thing. But we're not closed as of right now. So that's good. Being open is good. Uh, cats or dogs? Mm, I'm a cat, but I love my dog so much, and she'd be offended if I said cat. So. All right, all right, dogs. all right. Hi, Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better pizza, Texas or New York? Well, I haven't had pizza here, but New York. What all kind right. of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> New York. And last question. <laughs> all right. Everybody's dying to know because we are going to post an image of this to go along with the podcast. How often do you wash your hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Twice, twice a week. That's a great question. Condition once. Shampoo twice. So I wash my hair twice a week, but I don't use conditioner. Well. You can tell. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> well, you can tell. <laughs> then how is it so luscious? Because <laughs> mine you need. Yeah. Well, you have thick. Your hair is like. I feel like you can hide shit in there. <laughs> they, people used to throw shit in my you hair like, like hide, at like, lunch, oh, wait, and I, I wouldn't even know. She's like, oh, my, let me get my wallet. <laughs> it's, it's like there Captain Caveman's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I know I was going to say five uh, rapid-fire questions, but now we, we got on the topic of hair. Um, what's your favorite hairstyle to do when in the gym? I mean, is it just like throwing in a messy bun? I mean, yeah. for you, I mean, you do have – Bun on top. Bun on top. That's yeah. that's typically what you do every yeah. time. Yeah, every time. 
That's it. Because, I mean, you do, you have this really thick, curly, natural curls coming out. I mean, like your your hair is like a, a, a I want to call it. It's like an accessory. I, don't I guess know. you can say an accessory. Yeah, it, is. I mean, it is. It's like an appendage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is. It is like the. I'm sorry, Dave. You have luscious hair too. I'm, but, but I don't have that. Yeah, Thank by you. far the best hair as, out of your mad athletes. Yeah. Best hair in the game. Best <laughs> hair in the game. I so that. I'll let you close it out, Dave. So I do have a couple questions, actually. Yes. What's your favorite cheat meal? Uh, cheat meal? Hmm. I guess I don't even know if it's really cheating. Just anything with noodles. <laughs> I can't lie. I try to have it's like, noodles. oh, maybe I'll have it's a Asian burger noodles. or maybe Some I'll have Asian this. Noodles. But I like noodles, man. I just can't. Hey, she did have a Whataburger, though. I oh. had I had two Whataburgers. She had two Whataburgers I in the same night. I did a first night. bite exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just be recording myself, uh, saying what I'm eating, taking a bite out of it, and then giving my uh, opinion about it the first time I've had it. Before. So what was your favorite burger in New York? <coughs> Where was it from? I'm not a huge burger person, like fast food burger or yeah, just. Fast food burger, yeah. But out in, in specifically in New York, like you know, specific. Is they have Burger King here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Burger King. Burger King? Burger. Here you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. Burger oh, King's better. What? <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> That's <over>. it. Off. <laughs> it's flame broil. It's whatever. <laughs> no, whatever. Oh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we know Asian Asian noodles specifically, not just oh, or yeah. any kind of noodles. No, no, Asian noodles. Yeah. Not no uh, like Japanese, Korean, uh Chinese, Thai, oh. Vietnamese, yeah. all of the above. Yeah, I love good. Asian food cool, yeah. so much. And um okay. If you <coughs> get to pick the playlist that the mad crew works <laughs> out to, what are you gonna pick? Disco. Disco. <laughs> we did so we didn't have Disco Wednesdays until she came. <laughs> we have Heavy Metal Fridays, and that's because Brian and me and you know a few of us uh, are heavy metal heads. Uh, we used to do boy band bro down. Oh shit! Yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah. I like '90s anything, and yeah, disco, funk, that type of oh, genre. Now you're hit me with some now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Parliament. Yeah. Parliament. Mm, nope. I don't know. Probably, but I don't know. She likes some funk, yeah. I know a lot of the songs. I don't know a lot of the artist names. Give me some songs. What's your favorite funk song? Don't. No. I'm putting you on the pressure. Yeah. Putting the pressure on. I listen to like Spotify radio, so I have it going, and I don't look at the, you know. It's different now. You could just, like, I'm sure, you know. If I were to buy a record, I would know. If oh. I had records or CDs, but you don't need that anymore. Wait, wait, wait. You have... <laughs> I have cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are more of like... So what are the cassettes you have, though? Farside, Pete Far Rock. Yeah, um, right? Pete Rock. Queen Latifah. <laughs> Queen Latifah. <laughs> Erica Badu. Yeah. Um, yeah, NSYNC. NSYNC. <laughs> I do I not have an NSYNC cassette. I was a big fan. Yeah. Number one fan. <laughs> Russell, too. Oh, boy. Bru hey, I do have a question for Russell, actually. Russell. What song do you come out to, bro? <laughs> uh, that'll be for another podcast, but I okay. do have a specific song. 
song that I do come out to. Um, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, no, so, it, it's, it's not a, a band that you would know by far. Yeah. But uh, they're called Vomitron. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We'll get, I'm, I'm gonna play it for our podcast. It's sweet. I told you that whenever, um, whenever I worked at Global Gym mm-hmm. and we had to come upstairs, mm-hmm. they would page the trainer David Tillman. You have a, a guest at the trainer's desk, and you'd have to come upstairs from the break room or wherever. Um, we always talked about having an entrance theme and songs, and so we used to talk about that. What song would you come up to? I love that. Love it. So let's close it with that, Dave. Yeah, what's okay. yours? Let's close it with that. And I want to hear both of your theme songs. If you could come out to the CrossFit Games and you knew they were going to give you a grand entrance, what would your song be? And that'll ho- be how we close out this conversation. Oh. Okay. Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip. Wow. Ooh. That's pretty <laughs> freaking awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's a good one. That was the same question they asked us when we first got to PT school, and one of our professors really? wanted that. He's like, what would your walkout song be? And he read mine. He was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, there's so many songs, and I love so much music. Um, Hard <laughs> to Handle by uh, Black Crows. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be that. Close it out, you two. What, what? Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. Matt, thank you, Kristen. Uh, um, I'm looking forward to coaching you and seeing th- great things happen from you and seeing that hair on the stage, <laughs> you know, on the podium. Yeah. Um, Madcast Podcast. Thanks, Russell. Madcast Podcast.